back when you can. Um, if everything's fine, but um, got something going on with Jeffrey, and if you could just uh, give us a call back when you can, that'd be great. Thanks so much. Hey, you are listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world every Monday evening at 8 o'clock on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I don't want to use the very tired and easy cliche, but we do have a very special episode this evening, and yes. I am joined. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. I'm joined in the studio by Casey and Chase from the band. A very special episode. And big shout out to who are we missing? Oh, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Who makes up the trio. We are going to talk about, we are going to celebrate the release of their full-length debut album, Fix Your Heart or Die. Before we dive into that, though, I just want to tell you who we heard from. We kicked off the show, new music from Frankensteiner, who are a rock band from the black country in Ireland. They like to refer to themselves as heavyweight rock. The single we heard was Disco Bleach. And then we heard Cowboy from our guest this evening, very special episode, which the album is now out. What are we saying? Two weeks old? Uh, yeah, two weeks old tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it is on Hidden Home Records and East Williamsburg Econolodge Records. That's right. I, I figured, I don't know if people would get... Yes. You <laughs> will. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. Good yeah, evening. thank you. You know, um, I, I, I say this sincerely. Thank you so much for making music that I like. And uh, may, let's talk about this right away. Thank you so much for making an album. Oh, yeah. In that... Uh, um, like from start, DFB, which weirdly we're going to close the show with. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, right the way through. Like I think, you know, it's an al- it's a it's a collection of songs. It's an album that you can put on, and you take your listeners through journeys on songs. But there's themes that go through songs, and then it's also something that really attracts me to it. And that if I think you were to play the whole album live. So on your 40th anniversary, which, you know, some bands, you know, right, go out course, on tour and they do course, that yeah. again, um, that, you know, people do that. You could you could start it and the the album goes on it on a journey and you give your audiences like little pauses in shows to catch their breath. Because um, I'm guessing that when you did your album release show over at Our Wicked Lady, there were maybe a few people standing around up front like dancing. There was, there's some moving and grooving, yeah. <laughs> some clothes were worn and some weren't. Yeah, there and was. And yeah. some came off. There was and a couple of things. T-shirts came off. Yeah. had some fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can just move, yeah, move yourself a little bit closer. Um, but but that's what I mean. Like there was, to, to me, there's all this intensity where I know uh, that there's going to be a bunch of packed and hot, sweaty bodies. but And you guys are going to be intense and into it. But then you're like, okay, can we just dial it back for a sec? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> we need a break. Oh, we we definitely need a break. So <laughs> I got to take a little breather. We need a break. And we're going to give you, the audience, a break. So that the next time we start thrashing and banging about, everybody's set and everybody's ready yeah, to go. Yeah, you get a, get a little energy boost. Get your energy back. Now, now you probably... Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Did you put it together that way? Did you shift around tracks to sort of present the album that way? Yeah, I would say that we put a lot of thought into, and Patrick as well, um, who did the mixing. And so he kind of put together the initial um, layout 
I should say, of the record. And it was very intentional. And we kept passing it back and forth because this was we were putting it all together during lockdown. Right. So we'd pass it to Chase and we'd say, listen through. Does the flow sound good? Does this make sense together? What what should we shift? What should we change? And yeah, that was all very intentional, wanting it to feel like a journey and not have not have too too low of lows, too highs of highs and um at too many at a time and just kind of so it ebbs and flows like that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, I would also add that uh we're very motivated by um film and the way that a movie could flow or, or like even the hero's journey and we try to kinda uh put that into the journey of the album itself, like as if you're watching a movie or feeling like you are in a theme of a movie that's kind of breaking down and building back up again. And maybe arriving home at the end, safe and sound. <laughs> yes, we we can uh, we can only only hope along those lines. But you you also then connect themes throughout. Um, and I and I said I want to go back to uh, a, a quote from a former guest uh, putting things together, and it's like uh, the theme is "fuck the patriarchy." Uh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit. But there 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 do seem to be some stories that are that are told in in some of the songs, mm-hmm. and that there's connections between songs as we work our way yeah. through. And I think a lot of that, um, I think a lot of that just speaks to the mindset when we were making it. I think that we we were intentional about putting the songs throughout the album and and how they all fit together, but as far as the themes that kind of came out when we were writing the songs, that was a little more organic. And it just happened that we were kind of in the right headspace to write, you know, a thematic piece, which is what an album should be. Yes. Yes. Um, and again, as, as someone, I really enjoy the fact that that it's an album as compared to just being like a collection of songs. And I, I know it's all really, really difficult uh, these days as we talked just sort of briefly before we went on the air about the whole hype cycle and how do you do that but I think when you get a whole body of work that you're able to sort of put out and put together for, for people to digest I think it has a greater chance of longevity and making and making an impact as compared to you know it's not that you don't have songs that are catchy and stick in your head uh, but it, I think it's nicer to be able to just put an album on and leave it and digest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do something for listeners that normally I save until the end of the show. Uh, a very special episode have been guests previously on here now with Rachel C. A mm-hmm. few years ago, uh, they were recently guests with uh, Scott Einhorn on Brooklyn Beats, which is on Friday nights. Um, they visited with Tom Gallo, they uh, who does Local Fidelity and his own podcast. They have had music featured on this show uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm not sure if there's been anybody else, but one of the senses that I get, and this is how I'm going to tie it into what I'm going to okay. dump on listeners, okay. um, is that out of the album, there's a there's a whole sense of community that, that you're talking about. And so I, th- I think for listeners to pay attention to the fact that we are Brooklyn's community radio station, we're helping to support uh, artists who are heavily involved in what they're doing in the community and our next block of music we're going to have some music from some of those people in your community so if you would like to help us continue to support artists such as a very special episode it would be great if you could help us with a donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate 
or if you want to go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash Amazon, if you're still buying stuff from Amazon, you can make us your designated charity. And every time you make a purchase, money comes to Radio Free Brooklyn's way. Okay, so there we go. Uh, with things in the community. When we come back, and we're not going right into the music right away, okay. uh, I would like to talk about the award show that you were just uh, nominated for and involved. Um, it's available on YouTube. I w- watched it on the, the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things I just w- I want to talk about with you, and I hope listeners are going to be very into, is the different things that they did while presentations were going on. And things that were so simple to make the event so much more inclusive that it's like one of those things like, holy fuck, why weren't we doing this <laughs> a long time ago? Right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it just, it, when I was, started watching it and like I thought the first, you know, the first time someone sort of starts doing descriptions, you're like, this is a joke. But uh, no, it makes sense and we all should be doing that. So let's hear that song that was nominated song of the year and then we're going to follow it with two absolutely fantastic bands
You want to tell people who that was? That was the royal they. Yes. And so we're going to have a, a big group hug in here for the members of the royal they because uh, we all think they're absolutely awesome. Uh, and not just because they make really freaking awesome music, but they are absolutely awesome, awesome people. They are so, so sweet and nice. And I just, every time I see an Anytime I see any of them, my just my heart lights up. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're, here we are. We're we're talking about the being like the nicest people in the world, and their shows are just absolutely fucking madness. They yes. are just so good. I feel like we saw the um they had the release show at the gutter for mm-hmm. Foreign Being, and I I think I watched. So Patrick's not here, but I think I watched him like transcend to another level. Um, he I I looked at him and he was had a had a pint glass in his hand and I watched him like fall to the ground and like there was glass on the floor. There's all sorts of things and he just like the biggest smile on his face. I was like, oh he's a he's a changed man. <laughs> so one of the other bands on that bill would have been The Weekender, which was the name of that song. And again, just an example of why the Royal Day are so absolutely awesome. Writing a song about another small independent band who makes great music. Uh, the Weekender happened to be from Harrisonburg, Virginia. Before that, we heard other mutual friends, people who are so committed and dedicated uh, to the local independent music scene in Brooklyn and I think beyond as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> us their song, I Am an Animal, which features Jillian Visco on vocals. And then we opened that set with this your song, that was nominated for Song of the Year. Yes. Um, at the Wavy Awards. Yes. You attended. Yes, I did. So then um, should we put Chase on the spot to explain what the Wavy Awards are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's your time to shine. Well, I do want to say Introspector was nominated for a Wavy Award Song of the Year, which was a complete honor. I was totally out of my mind excited and happy to hear that we were even nominated and put on uh, this beautiful uh, Wavy Award ceremony uh, that a bunch of our friends were also nominated for. So to give um, a platform for, uh, you know, bands of our echelon and level a place to have acknowledgement in the beautiful and a, pro- a professional way was um, definitely an honor. And I got a lot of love in my DMs after posting about <laughs> us being nominated from friends and family everywhere. It was just an honor to be nominated. Yeah. Um, I we, we were talking about this. I would like to sort of uh, help people out with, with something, uh, what we were talking about be, before, during the presentation, which you can watch on YouTube. Uh, so w- the Wavy Awards were presented in uh, conjunction with or collaboration with Ramped. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, which is the Recording Artists and Music Professionals with Disabilities. So during the ceremony, uh, there was somebody doing American Sign Language uh, for people. But what was also happening, and I think if you do presentations, if you do presentations in front of large groups, uh, maybe we should all start doing this at, at any time. But the presenters were describing themselves for the audience, describing themselves for those people who were visually impaired. And to me, in, in watching, it was just like, this is a no-brainer and this should be standard operating procedure for so many people. It costs us nothing to do as able-bodied people uh, to assist the other people in understanding what's going on. Hopefully it will catch on. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that it started out as just like, a few of the presenters were going to be doing this and then um, it spread so that when people won awards, they also were doing it. And ev- so even in the small event, it was spreading. So I think that's kind of starting something. Yeah, the, the baby steps to yeah. to get it going and ha- having it happen organically. Um, so you, Chase, you kind of were touching on a question that I, that I wanted to ask the two of you. So yay, it was exciting when the Wavy Awards, like you got your nomination. Right. So how did you feel when the album came around on October 12th? Like, I mean, obviously you'd been listening to it a lot, um, spending a lot of time working on it. But, you know, did you wake up on October 12th and be like, oh, shit, it's here? Yeah, Kind of. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> just I mean, we were just preparing for the release show for so long. And we were just like, you know, focusing hard on getting the press uh, details and all of the, you know, it takes a village to put out an album and all of our friends really helped us so much. And it was just go, 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 go. And then exactly that. We kind of woke up and texted each other like, oh, my God, happy release day. <laughs> it's here. It's happening. Yeah. So it, so much of the legwork really does happen ahead of it. Um, and so it kind of felt like we could just sit there and enjoy it that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I. I don't know about you, and I hope you were able to concentrate because I know your job is dangerous. Uh, but I had trouble concentrating at work that day. I just kept wanting to check Instagram and see do people like it, have they yeah. been listening to it, you know. And um, so it just felt very. I just felt warm. I just felt warm the whole day, and I just felt anytime anybody said they gave it a listen or that they enjoyed it, I just was so grateful because there, countless amounts of things that you can do with your time, things you can listen to, things Mm -hmm. you can enjoy. And to take, you know, what I 44 minutes or whatever of somebody's day to listen to our album and to even then tell us what they thought is just it's an honor. For them to uh, have a note saying, wow, it was like a journey listening to from it from beginning to end really sent me on this journey is one of the biggest compliments because one, it does show that they listened to the whole thing. Yeah. And two, it was something that we had intentions of doing and they got that. And uh, that was uh, one of my favorite notes or, you know, little pieces of love that they shared with me. Yeah, absolutely. And then how, um, how high were you after the release show? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just, I, it, yeah, we can't really put it to <laughs> we words. Can't even right. put it into words. Like, We're it still felt, buzzing from it. Still, honestly. still, still buzzing and I just everything felt so good it felt so lovely to have people in the room and have our friends in the room and just to feel the energy that I know we've all been you know craving for 
many, many months. Right. Um, and, and shows have obviously come back and, you know, people have been venturing into them at their own, you know, comfort level. But it just felt so good for someone to say, you know, this is what I want to do with my day. And just to have everybody there and celebrate because it just felt like a party. And, you know, when you when you do something big, you want to celebrate it. And sure. so it was it felt very lovely. And then at one point at the end of the night, we were getting ready to go home and Chase comes around the corner with a big bottle of champagne, spraying it like a like we won the Indy 500. Oh, it yeah. was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I got Pat especially. Oh, good. yeah. His, his hair was crusty, <laughs> crusty. We shared that bottle of champagne. But, but it, 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 it is. I mean, like you say, it takes a village to put it together. It takes a village to, to put it out. And I think, you know, you're talking about energy, um, but I, I think what you're also missing was that sense of community when you're playing the shows. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's, um, I, I try to tell listeners again and again and again that if you're going, the reason why to go out to the shows is because there is that huge sense of community at the shows. And especially for album release shows, that's what makes it so special. Uh, we are going to hear maybe it, maybe a different track. Maybe it hasn't been played before. We're going to hear from you again with New Coke. And then we're going to follow it with a band from out of DC who's playing in town on the 29th. This is The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Day. 
brand new release from Teen Mortgage out of DC. Song is Valley. The EP is Smoked. They are going to be playing at the Sultan Room on October 29th for the third annual Shred Flintstone Halloween Gala Gala uh, with Razor Braids and Shred Flintstone. And what a like, lineup. That and you was like sick. I'm a fan. Yeah. I hadn't heard him before that song, and now I'm going to look him up. That was amazing. Cool. When are you guys playing next? We are playing on November 6th, which I believe is next Saturday. Yes. Um, and we are playing at Berlin in um, Alphabet City, right? Um, and we are playing with Cigarettes for Breakfast and Ceremony. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gapping out here because I almost think it's a ceremony. Maybe it's a different ceremony. There's a show at 3 o'clock uh, called Hair Metal Mixtape mm-hmm. where one of their guests was recently Ceremony. So, which would be very cool then, another reason for people to support Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> As we support the independent artist. Um, I would just like to take a moment and uh, acknowledge or thank some of my former guests who are also nominated for Wavy Awards. Uh, and then we're all going to give a big round of applause to someone who we know who won. Woohoo. Uh, but Casey, you were saying everything is in Variety Magazine. If yes, people wanted to go was- look. An article that came out today that talked about a little bit about the Wavy Awards and um, listed all of the nominees and the winners if you are interested in checking that out. Okay, so thanks for uh, former guests nominated for Record of the Year were Nidalosaurus for their album Self Destroy, Rebelmatic for Ghosts in the Shadows. Uh, former guest crowd, The Airwaves, were nominated for EP of the Year, Shadow Monster. Kill Me, Sweetie, and I think we all love Shadow Monster as well. Yes. (laughs) Fan favorite music video of the year. And this goes way back into our deep catalog. Uh, Video director of the year, uh, which was won by Jeanette D. Moses, who I haven't met for Thick and their Mm -hmm. music video, Mansplain. Uh, And then online presence community of the year, Good Morning Bitches by Basic Bitches. Mm -hmm. And then, everybody ready to applaud? Yes. So our good friend who has a show here from 7 to 8 o'clock on Monday evenings, Sam Sumter, Bands Do BK, won for Radio Show Podcast of the Year. So congratulations to Sam. All the more reason to tune in to Radio Free Brooklyn on Monday evenings to get your dose of local and independent music. Hidden Home Records. Yes. And East Williamsburg Econol Lodge. (laughs) (laughs) where is the best place for people to go pick up the album? Um, you can pick it up on Hidden Homes website. Um, you can pick it up on our band camp. Um, or if you come to the show. Awesome. You can uh, buy a record if you are so inclined. You're going to do vinyl. Oh, yeah. We have vinyl. We have red <laughs> vinyl and we have standard black vinyl. We got options. Fantastic. You. Was that always in the works? Yeah, yeah. You, you felt like this is something yeah, that we're we super to, proud of. Yes, exactly. It feels nice to have something physical in your hand. And if you're going to put the effort to make something physical, something that you can really, really spend some time with um, and make it an experience is something I think that we were interested in. Did, um, not to maybe go down too far down the rabbit hole, but did the pandemic change your idea of putting out an album like you've done EPs before did, was it actually maybe a, a good thing because it allowed you to expand 
the album? I think the intention was always to make a full length, but uh, the pandemic prolonged the release, therefore creating the full length into what we hear today, which is a better, more uh, fully thought out piece of work that we're very proud of. Oh, yeah, well, I think not we sure, be. not like we're probably more proud of it than we may have been. I don't know. It's all speculation, but. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we sat on it for a little bit longer um, because of the pandemic gave it a, more depth, I think. And um, But we were always intending to make a full length together, our first full length together. Very, very proud. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that we wanted a full length um, because this was the first music we wrote when Chase joined us and we really became a band. Um, and so I think we wanted, this felt like, you know, the proof of concept of who we are. And so we wanted this full length and we wanted these songs out, but uh, Chase is absolutely right. Living with it and just being intentional and taking time with it made it a more cohesive piece that we are, yeah, immensely proud of. Yeah, I, uh, a friend said about in their album that they put out and, you know, unfortunately they put it out and then be pandemic and then, there's a split. Uh, so now there's only two people in the band as compared to three. But he said, you know what? No matter what, you can't take this away from us. We did this. Exactly. We put this together. This is really something special. Um, and we deserve every right to be proud of what we've put out. And I think saying that, I think you deserve to be proud of what you've put out as well. I Thank mean, it, so it's much. it's definitely a reflection of all the hard work that you've that you've put into it and the support from moms and dads and yes. friends and family yes. and all the rest of it to, to go through. <laughs> what is there, are you contemplating the time, you know, like getting yourselves back out to go out on the road to see what you can do about that? Or is that still sort of a scary sort of situation? Cause you just don't know what the situation is, what's out there. I think it is scary and it's, um, it's already such, it's such a, difficult thing to plan at this level. I mean, there's just so much work that goes into it, but our experiences um, touring before this were so rewarding and meaningful and some of the best experiences of our lives that I think we're eager to figure out how to make it work. 100%. We're, we're definitely itching to get back out there, yeah. uh, but, you know, we'll be as cautious and, uh, you know, follow all the rules for whichever venue it is because, you know, everybody might be doing something different. Uh, and I think we're ready, but we're doing it a little slower than I think we would have. Yeah. Uh, we're only playing a bunch of local shows lately. We might have one coming up uh, in the near future that's a bit out of state and, you know, slowly easing back into the waters again, I guess. We'll see what the future has. To keep up and find out about those shows, follow the band on Instagram. Follow the band on Facebook, mm -hmm. a very special episode, Band. And go to their website, pick up the album. You will enjoy it. We are going to get ourselves out of here with the opening track of the album, DFB. And we're going to follow it with a brand new release from friends of ours in the UK, Japanese Jesus You've been listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank Chase, you so much. Casey. Thank you thank so you. much for and having us. And if you us. look at the empty chair, we, can thank, to Patty, we can thank Patrick You're as well. You're in spirit. 
We know you're listening, Pat. I love you so much. <laughs> Please stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the flip side. Please get vaccinated. Rock and roll.